Welcome back to His and Hers Uncensored with Whitney and Alshay. Tonight we have Miss Natasha Riley. She is a sex therapist, um, a mental health therapist, follows Mommy Todd. That's how we met. Um, So tell us a little bit about yourself. So good evening, guys. (laughs) Um, Good evening. First, let me clarify, because I don't want the therapy police to come get me. I am under supervision for sex therapy, but I do practice. So I was told I can say that I practice sex therapy because, okay. you know, people people will call you out and spread your name everywhere. So right. Right. Um, I can't correct it. <laughs> I don't want the sex therapy. I do not want those problems. Right. (laughs) Right. So um, Monday through Friday, I work my eight to five at a hospital as a case manager. And then on Saturdays, I do practice sex therapy with couples. And I do have a couple individuals. Um, I also do have a business, Javery Integrative Wellness Services, that focuses on anger management. And when the time comes, we'll also focus on sex therapy as well. Um, and that's on Instagram, Javery, J-A-V-E-R-Y Wellness. Um, and so that's what I'm doing. I'm busy. I'm a mom. So the rest of that time is where that work is. So since you're a mom, before we go get into the juicy stuff, tell us about that. Like you're a mom of, uh, what's the age range, boy, girl, how's that been, you know? So I have two boys. One is 11, getting ready to be 12, and one is two, getting ready to be three. Oh, wow. You started <laughs> all the way over. And let me tell you something. Dealing with the preteen and the terrible twos, it's not what's up. I'm oh, I can imagine. I am for you. Man. Like, they're both going through a major change. Because I definitely feel like I'm dealing with a teenager every day. She's only two. Wow. Bottle of wine on deck every day. Yes, mommy juice <laughs> on deck. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. I- Baby, you got something to say? I don't got nothing to say. I want to get to the juice. Like, <laughs> I want to get to the juice. Like, I don't even know what to ask. Okay, uh, so you said your business uh, that you do now is with anger management. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that that has a lot to do with sex therapy. It does. It does. Um, my main focus um, is going to be women. Um, being able to make themselves a priority and being able to tap into their their sexual truth and Mm. for women um, it's not just a physical thing like we have to be able to mentally be there physically like everything we have to be there so if I'm upset because I come home and the house is a mess and the dishes aren't done you're probably not getting any that night because the only thing I'm thinking about is that nothing is done. You're listening to His and Hers Uncensored with Whitney and Alshay. So for women, we have to mentally 
be present in order to have sex. So if I come home and nothing is done, you're probably not getting anything that night because my mind is already focused on what has not been done for me. So my my mood is not there, done. I mean, I, I, I can sort of relate. I've been in those situations before, you know, not, not necessarily with Bay. That's it, because she'd be... She'd yeah, be no matter what she'd we're doing. <laughs> she'd be giving it up. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? But it's all good, but that's what's up, though. But no, to, to, be, to be very transparent. So, like, um, for example, when I get overwhelmed with things, like... Um, for me, sex is very liberating for me. So it's like, it's something for me, it's, it's a part of my self-care, honestly. It's a part of something that helps to relax me and ease me. So like, whenever I may blog or if I have a paper due, if that's what's on my mind, like if that's something that I know that will help to relax me or get, I, I tell him I like to get the juices flowing as far as my writing. Yeah. Like, nice. I will come to him and like, yo, you gotta, you gotta do what you need I, you know, um, before even I started my most recent blog, I used to only blog about sex because I was very fascinated with it. And I, I actually um, want to explore sex therapy at some point. But mm-hmm. I just feel like, and it was something that we spoke about in our lives, but it's always seemed as a negation for a woman to be um, sexually liberated, like to be expressive with sex or to want to have sex. But I'm like, you know, this is something that if you're doing it right, it makes me feel good. So I don't understand why I would not be comfortable with something that makes me feel good. So, um, you know, sometimes I, I, I think I might be, you know, too much. I don't know. Like sometimes I just look at him like, am I too much? Or like, right. I expect it because, you know, it's different. Well, you have to think about it like you have to genuinely be with someone that allows you to be that liberated where you're comfortable enough to be that liberated, to let the wall all the way down and share all of your fantasies and have someone that's like, well, let's do it and not judge you. So sex and finances, two of the most uncomfortable conversations that people are not trying to have. Mm-hmm. That's so, crazy because I I enjoy the conversation of sex and <laughs> I and also um, like you said uh, I can't really remember exactly what you just said it but um, also laughing though you know like when you was like have to put the wall all the way down like just being comfortable to do that mm-hmm. like but you have to enjoy laughing even though you might feel a little uncomfortable like enjoy the laughter that comes with it right you know, that, Welcome back to His and Hers Uncensored. So I think it's important for um, for us to like enjoy the laugh that come with the awkwardness um, mm-hmm. when you're trying the new things, just because. You, because you're just supposed to have fun with it. You know, it's not supposed to be stressful. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and 
and I've been in those situations too where people didn't want to try things because it felt awkward and yeah right what about you, have you ever had any awkward moments where in your past or something you know just like you just didn't. well actually you told me you said I was the only one that you really tried with like you, you wanted mm. to try with so. yeah so that says a lot. I was uh I w- I wouldn't say that I was a selfish lover, but I didn't care. Like I guess I, I had become so desensitized to like actually putting effort in during sex that like mm-hmm. when I when I met him and I decided to try with him, like it was very awkward in the beginning because I'm like Am I trying too hard? Like, what is he thinking? I was like, really, very much so in my head. I mean, it was, I was like, I would be like, I don't know if we should be doing this. Like, it was really, it was really awkward in the beginning. And it was like, I really want to release this savage and just let you know, like, this is who I am. But how do we? And I was like, go ahead and let that beast out the cage. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna tame that thing, you know. So I was like, go ahead, let it out. But that's the thing. As women, we're we're known to always be in our heads. And that's where the problem is. When we're in our heads, we don't allow ourselves to just be free. Because when you're free, all that extra stuff that people say they can do, and everybody's like, I can't do that. Like, for instance, the orgasm. If you are in your head during that moment, it's going to be even harder for you to reach that, which then makes you frustrated, which then makes your partner frustrated. And then the whole event has kind of lost its meaning because you spend so much time in your head. So you, that says a lot, Whitney, for you to say that you got with Alshay and you are liberated and you feel like a savage because you would be surprised. There are so many people who have completely locked their savage and they will never experience that. Mm. Mm. That's deep right there. Yeah. That's deep. So let's talk about, that was an internal thing because it's like, so just to like be, I get, I don't even know, just to be real, like when people first meet me, they are, if they look at like who I am or like what I do for a profession and, or uh, what organization I'm a part of, they just really look at me like prim, proper, or I mean, when I'm when I'm feeling someone out, I don't speak much. So it's like they are in shock when I'm like so honest and brutally honest and real or transparent. Like that's just who I am naturally. So of course, with someone who I was, I was like trying to figure out like what we doing. I I was attracted to him. I knew I wanted to be with him in that way but I also was like this is like I'm not gonna say he's the first person I ever messed with who didn't who I wasn't born into and thinking about a relationship but I also knew like at this point I'm really not thinking about a relationship like I'm thinking okay we are two adults who have kids who like spending time together and I like sex so this is I was really calling it what it was and I, I never thought I would be like okay this you know I would be able to do that because mm-hmm. I always associated it with a relationship. And we right. were very much so on the spectrum of even trying to, I'm not going to say not trying to explore because things that we did were very relationship-like, right. but 
we weren't that conversation wasn't oh we about to have a relationship with each other right. like it's kind of like going into a baby you just feeling around trying to see what's going on because that wasn't that it was an after like i don't even want to say it was an afterthought but it wasn't a forefront thought like we we're gonna get in relationship right and but aren't I, those I the best no with it. i had no issue with it like go ahead you know like let's be comfortable but i've always been like that i've always been like let's be comfortable let's explore new things like i never wanted to be in the box like okay it's missionary doggy style you want mm-hmm. to, you know I, like it that would that's boring to me right you know that's boring to me but actually this is the first time that i actually let a female lead because i'm usually like literally my whole life i've been the one that stayed in control did everything you know i'm gonna flip you i'm gonna move you i'm gonna do all i did everything this is the first time i actually let a female lead you know like take control want to be on top and you know everything like that so it was it was new for both of us we both took different roles Right. I know. I just realized it, right? <laughs> but it's a good feeling. It, it's it's the dividing of the power. Like nobody, nobody wants to have all of the power. Sometimes you, as a man, want to feel chased. Like I'm irresistible. She just pushed me over. Oh my god. But I don't. As as a man, I don't know. Like right there, like you know, especially like the first time you do it, it's like so. It's like a point to prove as a man like you I'm about to mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying bust this thing down like you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying but at the same time like at least for me I'd be in my head the first time like dang I gotta make sure I'm good you know what I'm saying I gotta do this I gotta do that I gotta fill her out like because like no woman likes to have sex the same you feel me right so you can't just go in there like yeah I'm about to bust this thing down because no woman wants it done this thing like some pe- some women like it rough some people like it soft you know, mm-hmm. some people like to be whispered in their ear, you know, so you got to figure those things out. You know what I mean, and I, the dudes that be going in there talk like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. They be the ones that chicks come out later like, yeah, he was trash. Like, yeah. You know yeah. Yeah. I would, I would agree. But I mean, it goes back and it will always and forever go back to communication. Like right. being able to be open to have those conversations about boundaries about you know where where are we able to go where are we not able to go like what are your non-negotiables you know having those conversations leads to being more open to try it because we we know what the other likes so if I'm willing to have this conversation with you then that means I'm willing to go all that way with you and people don't have the conversation they just go in the bedroom and they be fumbling around and then they look at each other and like, I, I don't know what that was. We'll try it again. But they still don't ever have the conversation. Right. So do you think the conversation never happens because of the stigma of, oh, she about to snatch, so she a freak drunk or she's a hoe, yes. about to be easy. Yes, yes. And I hate, I hate the fact that there's such a double standard with women being liberated to be in their sexual truth and being labeled that like if a woman comes into the room and does all this extra stuff oh she's a hoe she did this to me she did that why why is that like why why do we even go that direction right i um 
we just had a live um, for our Instagram page and our followers on there and a question came up like that and my response was it's a sense of control from the men if mm. we can get y'all to not to have sex by giving you a, a negative name mm-hmm. then we win you know what I'm saying like we might really like dig you you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why, you know, most most of the chicks that get hurt get hurt by the by the first dude that they really like banged with because they don't dig with him no more. Like they got an argument, oh she's a hoe now. Now the hoe now the chick, she don't even want to have sex with nobody else because you know what I'm saying, they're gonna think that it's true. But right. then you're doing a disservice because she might not even want to have sex with you at that point. You didn't call me a right. hoe and all this stuff I want to explore with you. You telling me that you were uncomfortable with it, what I hear. And so now I'm just going to give you this boring, this boring on my back. Even if I give you that type of love and now we both dissatisfied. But I think, I think it's more so of a, I mean, I'm sure it happens to like to women in their adult life but i think more of it happens in that uh sensitive high school mm. age you know mm-hmm. and then it just carries over to adulthood right you know, because that's where you're just experimenting you know uh emotions are running wild on both ends men boys trying to figure out who they are women trying to figure out who they are and then they got this thing called sex that so-called everybody's doing but probably everybody's lying about but today right, I, right. I can't i can't even say everybody lying about it today because like chicks be like 13 pregnant like yo sure mm-hmm. very much so very yeah. much so it i think going into transitioning from that that stage of high school to growing into a woman there's that wall is built mm-hmm. and so it takes a strong man, a patient man, to wait for a woman to get comfortable enough to bring the wall down to where she feels vulnerable in the bedroom. You know, because when you're in the bedroom in that safe haven, if I'm worried about you taking what happens behind doors out there, it doesn't make me want to be free. Like. It, it goes back to that conversation, you know, yeah. about the boundaries. You know, what we do behind closed doors, I'll be your freak in the sheets, but I don't need everybody else to know I'm your freak. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And some people, they don't honor that. So, you know, you have your get together and your boy over there, girl, I heard you. And then it's like, now it's a topic of discussion. Right. 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 I think that goes along with the whole thing of, uh, women saying I need to see if the sex is good before we can get married you know what I'm saying because yeah. <laughs> if if you actually don't have sex before you get married I'm sure it's probably going to be good right because it's your first time experiencing it like you and the person are learning each other so you're only going to do what they like or learn to do what they like and you don't have other experiences to relate it to, right? Right. I would agree. But, I mean, bad sex is bad sex. Period. But if you don't know it's bad, it's, it's, it's pretty good, right? Uh, I, I don't think so. 
<laughs> I mean, you know what you you may not know like you may not be able to compare it, but if you're watching because TV is all sex, commercials sure. are all sex, videos you know rappers yeah. videos all sex. So if I'm yeah. seeing this and I'm or I'm watching porn and I see her face and my face don't do what her face do, we clearly have a problem. <laughs> I don't know any better because I'm going off of what I've seen or what my girlfriend has told me about girl he had me this and he had me that well he didn't have me this or that so I think it's a problem yeah yeah Yeah, and I think it has a lot to do with chemistry outside of that because Uh I don't I just don't see you know how you could enjoy a sexual experience with someone who you don't really have chemistry with outside of that like I don't I don't foresee it you know it could be possible but for me like you said it's a whole body thing like Uh it's not a oh just Mayani can get hers but it's, it's like the first time I experienced a true orgasm that was a feeling that I felt from the tip of my hair to my toenails so if it's in my head that the chemistry isn't there like I don't see that I can experience that and that has become my point of reference so if I can't get to that then I don't think it's going to be good I would agree I I 100% agree in that and that's making sure that your mind is in it like stimulate my mind you know give me a reason to want to guess what you do behind closed doors mm-hmm. but if you don't have anything interesting to say i think i'm pretty much done with you right here mm-hmm. right and and sexual chemistry gets boring when that's all you have right you know you're like all right well i've been there i've done that and i think that's probably why a lot of dudes want to have multiple chits like i want to go over here smash this joint i'm gonna go over here and smash this joint i'm gonna go over here and smash it because it's fun when it's new you know mm-hmm. and once you get that lust out of the way it's like all right well you know, i don't i don't experience that you know i have nothing else in common with this girl so i'm gonna go get the next job you know find out what she hit for that's what right. I think goes on with, with dudes that be having like so many but that's just my point of view you know some people some people might that might just be their uh thing just like you know i'm a, like nymphos you know mm-hmm. I really I want to get a real nympho on the podcast and talk to them like and find out what that is, what's that, what that's about. Yeah, I think that would be really interesting because their their thought process on the whole idea of sex is probably completely different. Like it it isn't so much oh, I need to have the chemistry or I need to be able to have a conversation. It's like I'm here for the act let's do it let's let's get it in that's what I'm here for and if if that's what you're there for and you know that's what you're there for then I mean by all means right. you know people get off on that right. but it's when people don't know what the other one is there for is when the right. problems start to seep in right so so with that being said like what we're talking about is a specific type of sex I'm assuming like well there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of sex yeah we've been talking about relationship sex yeah 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 yeah. now you talk about the one night stand sexes and (laughs) 
<laughs> all of that. Right. That's that has a whole different quality to it. Right, right, right. And yeah. What do you mean by a, a different quality? So it, like I like I was just saying, like in their mind, they know I'm going here for this one night stand. Like when I have a conversation with you, I already know we don't connect. You know, the only chemistry I feel is the sexual chemistry. That's all I'm concerned about. And so they don't allow themselves to be vulnerable to the point of like getting to my core, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't want you to get to my core. I want you to have sex with me. And then I want you to go on about your business because I'm not even unlocking that section for you because that's not what you're for. Right. Whereas in the relationship, there's the sexual chemistry, but I also want to unlock this little space for you so that I can be beyond vulnerable with you. Like I can stare you in your eyes when we have sex. Cause you know, some people aren't with that. Right. But for me, that's like, that's the ultimate, that's, that's vulnerable. Like that's, we're staring at each other in our eyes. Like we're kissing and we are allowing ourselves to experience not just penetration, but I'm allowing you to caress me and hold me and touch me and hold hands. Like we're not, right. we're not just for a lack of better words, just fucking. Like right. we're we're adding our love to it, and everybody doesn't want that. Right, right. That's that's true. That's true. I mean, and and that goes with with, with relationships as well. Mm-hmm. Some relationships, like they just don't want it, like. Like I said earlier, like everybody like their sex different. So I'm sure there's some relationships out there that, you know, like, yeah, I ain't really trying to look at that. Because I know I didn't always like the kids. Like I was like, uh, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we still in each other's faces, like really? Like, <laughs> you know, I get in my head sometimes still today, you know, but like, man, like it's just hot right here. It's like hot breath and you know, not that it's to stink you know just like you know like man it's just heat right here you know i need cool air going on my nostril you know (laughs) but but that's what i think of like like when we kiss like like me and my babe we kiss a lot like we always like give me a kiss now like give me a kiss i'm saying like that's what we do and we also do the long kisses you know all the french kisses with the tongue and the faces to the side and all that stuff but I have, like, I literally have, like, a mental clock. Like, all right, that's long enough. You know, now I have to get my face out of here. You know, because it's, like, too long. Like, <laughs> like I, I can't breathe right. You know, I want to uh, breathe right. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> I, like I got to get my face out of here. I do. It's like, man, it's well, too Put your face somewhere else. It's too- I do that too, though. <laughs> <laughs> and believe it or not, I can breathe a lot better down there. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, you know, I mean, this was the point of the conversation, right? <laughs> right, like, like, what's the science behind breathing? You know, you inhale oxygen. And, and, and exhale, what is it? I don't know. Well, I believe it's carbon monoxide. There you go. I need oxygen. And if we both in the face kissing, there's a lot of carbon monoxide going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> Y'all are <laughs> serious. Like, I'm like, I can't breathe. The fact-
fact that your whole brain has thought of this whole scenario about kissing is hilarious. And the thing is, Natasha, I have figured that out about him. So sometimes, like, I do not try to kiss him because I'm like, what is happening right now? But I do kiss you, though, right? Mm-hmm. I make yeah. you feel special. You know, I get yeah, good time with kissing and stuff. Mushy time. Yeah, I give her her mushy time. You know, mm-hmm. she's like, she comes, she's like, I want to be mushy. You know, and I know, okay. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like that free throw shot. It's a lot of pressure. But I'm oh, going to you, like, come <laughs> on, big. You know, like, I'm going to give you your mushy time. Come but on. I have to respect yeah. the fact that he told me this from getting yeah so i have to be conscious of that because if i if i want it to work if i want it to be chemistry if i want us to not have awkward moments i have to think about that like i have to consider him too i can't be selfish and just although that might be what gets me off i have to consider like he's not enjoying this or he right he's doing this for me so right at a time when i was selfish i was like i don't care but I do care. So uh-huh. I have to consider him in always in all things. That's so that's why I'm very, ex- I explore things with him because I'm considering him. So right. there was a point where I had got tired. <laughs> that was what? College? I got tired of my, getting my feelings hurt. So I said, I'm going to hurt you before you hurt me. So. Right. Right. That, that was my, that was my agenda. Like, mm-hmm. okay. So that's good. That's beautiful. Y'all are so beautiful. Because I don't, you know, as well, I'm a therapist and I've done some couples therapy. And I remember one of my clients, uh, she was actually a stripper. So mm-hmm. she was sexualized, but she wasn't sexual, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. she is because that was her career, but she wasn't sexual. And right. her uh, boyfriend came to the session and he's like, I provide for the family. I do whatever she want to do, but she don't want to do this. She don't want to have sex. She going to let all these men look at her and find over her and, you know, all of that. But um, she don't want to do these things with me or she might go to bed in a t-shirt for me, but she can do this. You know, like that was right. his thing. So I, you know, I spoke to her about it in front of him, and I'm just like, you know what? Let's just be transparent here. Like, what is mm-hmm. it? And she was very clear with him, and it seemed like it was something that she was holding in for a while, but she finally just said, remember when you cheated on me? She was like, I haven't gotten over that. So that was just kind of like a stagnation in sexual life, because she, no matter what and how much they had gotten through everything, and worked on new things and they it appeared that they were doing better she was still that was like uh, mm-hmm. in her head like i can't even want to be sexual with you because mm-hmm. i'm still thinking about that is that right. something like you experience or like is that something that like i at that point i was stuck because i'm like uh, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what to say because as far as all i could say was i was like y'all got a journal that's my go-to and y'all need to start talking a little bit more because he didn't know that. So, but mm-hmm. that, right, right, that's deep right there, though. Y'all need to talk a little bit more because he didn't know that. Like, mm-hmm. the communication heals it. 
you know mm-hmm. that's how i feel if you talk about it you can get to the hill you can get to the understanding you can get to the why you can, you can get to the why i shouldn't lose but if you just harboring on it it's just going to be pushed to the back of his mind and the back of her mind and you're never going to get anywhere so that's probably why she was still on that why did he do it and right. was never getting the answer and so she just shut herself off yeah we can have this family we, we can live together we can be cordial and everything but when it comes to this intimacy i'm still thinking about you with the other person yeah that is like you hit the nail on the head and it's funny because i need a license when i <laughs> <laughs> when i first started sex therapy in my mind i was like oh i'm gonna be talking about sex we're gonna be talking about this and then after I started doing it and seeing couples, I realized that I am pretty much a marriage and couples therapist because with that, so the issue is the sex is the pain point. So they sweep everything under the rug that happens in the relationship because it doesn't necessarily affect their day-to-day functioning. Mm-hmm. But what happens is all that swept under the rug trickles into sex which is now a huge pain point and now we have a problem so they come to therapy with this identified problem but I promise you with I've had I've been doing this for a while and I just started talking about sex with one couple Mm. Mm. there's so much stuff that I have to get through with them and majority of it is infidelity I have to get through so much stuff to figure out why y'all aren't intimate like their their intake always says we're not having sex we're not intimate there's no sexual desire okay so why well he cheated on me and he hasn't acknowledged it and i can't get over it so we have to do all that work to build the trust and let whoever you know wants to know what ask the questions get honest answers go through the worst to get to better because When we start opening this stuff, everybody's going to be in their feelings and it's going to get worse before it gets better. And that's what I have to explain to them because some of them are like, when are we going to get to the sex? Well, we got to get through all of this. (laughs) And, And that's what it is. Like, they're not, again, not communicating what the true issues are. And for women, it's that one thing can turn us off. And if we don't have the conversation about it, or express our feelings about it, it completely changes us in a relationship. So so how do you start that? Like, I hear what you say, and you say you gotta get through all of this, mm-hmm. but if you're a sex therapist, like how do you get through, how do you get to, or how can you start with all the hard things before you, like, like you said, when are we gonna get to the sex? Like, how do you manage that? Like, how do you get to the dirt and the grind and to get to the sex? I mean, I'm pretty much upfront. Like I asked them, you know, why are you here? And it it always never fails. Um, we don't communicate, we don't touch, you know, it kind of just seems like it's a business between us. Um, and I'm like, well, why? When usually I say, why, when did this start? Can you tell me when the intimacy and the desire ended? And it's usually an event that happened. Usually it's he cheated on me or she cheated on me, or, you know, something happened and it stopped. And they never acknowledged it. Like they never sat down and really talked about that event. They just basically put it under the rug and moved on with the rest of their lives. Now, five years later, y'all sleeping in two different bedrooms 
and now you know there's no sex and now we want to figure out why can't we have sex well you can't have sex because five years ago he cheated and y'all never talked about it because you don't trust him you don't want to be touched by him but we need to talk about it and rebuild that trust if it can even be rebuilt that's that's another thing like sometimes we get so comfortable that we don't want to move on or we don't want to accept the fact that this is no more and sometimes they need that extra help to make the decision right so the sex is the pain point you got to go through the rest of the stuff to make the final decision on what direction you're going to go as a couple mm. and, and, and since you say that though um that's that's definitely how it was with sifting through their stuff um because they they presented about uh, parenting mm-hmm. and their communication was off even with that because mm-hmm. there was a distrust period um, right and it was I think that just being a woman who you've been in relationships being hurt you go through the points where you like okay I want to make work but then you remember and you get upset uh-huh. and you're like okay I don't want to bring it up because then it's going to be bad so you try to sweep it under the rug like we've been there so right. I, I, I have to really check myself because I'm like girl I understand we both single moms we got right. family helping you but this man who cheated on you so you like do I take away my help or do I you know like you you really I I, had, I mean I had to be very transparent with her and I had to say like I'm checking myself as I'm checking you because I I was in reality <laughs> like that's that's deep right there though. You, know, you check yourself as I check. I'm checking. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't even hold you accountable if I'm not accountable. I just don't feel, I don't feel real with it. And I right. feel like, especially with our people, like they know they don't want to hear that fluff. They don't want to. They don't want to hear fake stuff. They want you to be real. And so, mm-hmm. um, it was just something I understood her like. I understood. Like, I understood, like, uh, yeah, we might go to the mall. We might be good for two weeks, but we might have a bad week because I still right. remember what you did. Right. right. So, so um, with that being said, like, you've been doing this for a while. Have you ever come across couples that, like, deal with what you're dealing with and you have to counsel them at the same time you're dealing with it? Um, I have not come to that yet, but I will say that I have been able to sit in there and really be thinking, oh my gosh, I've gone through this. Mm-hmm. You know, like like Whitney said, I'll sit there sometimes and I have to bring myself back because I find myself siding and I, I can't do that. Um, so I don't know. I really have to check myself if I'm in a situation and they're in a situation too. <laughs> right, right. Um, because it's hard to be present with them because even when I've been through it it's real easy to be like girl we just need to leave him but I can't you know like it's not my decision to make it's really honestly just my place is to be there and tell you what he said or tell you what she said in a different way so it makes a little bit more sense so that it's not and so that you don't get so defensive and you you can hear it from an unbiased person that what you're doing is not right or hey girl what you're doing is not right and it's so crazy that hearing it from a stranger people are just like oh that makes so much sense and she'll be like that i've been saying that the whole time and you're not listening to me (laughs) that's and i feel that's because 
you might have certain feelings towards the person. Right. So you, so you really don't want to agree with that person. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I don't care what you said. You know, I still we get defensive. We just, yeah. We get so defensive. And I, I tell my couples all the time, which I've heard in school, and Whitney, you've probably heard it too. Like, you need to listen to hear, not to be already formulating your response, right. because then you're not truly listening to what I'm saying to you. Right. And let me tell you how I, I was really proud about that, about this, this, uh, this couple. Um, but what I did was I, I saw I really wasn't going anywhere. And I waited until the next time they came. And mm-hmm. I gave him a scenario. And it was their scenario. But I gave him a scenario like, hey, this is just something I picked up. I, I'm just writing, you know, blah, blah, blah. And for him to read it, and I, it's like I clearly saw the light bulb go off. Like, I did that. Like, yeah, boo, that's what you did. Like, that's exactly what she's been saying the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel disgusting sitting with you because this is what you did. Mm-hmm. And it was like, he got it. And she was just like, I've been saying that for the last year. Right. And yeah. now you get it. But he got it. And it was just like, he was like, oh, I see what you did. That was some trickery. No. <laughs> that was, that was right. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to break it down. But I knew I had to, I had to bring it to him at a point where he wasn't on the defense. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then with couples, it's like, there's no jumping back into the sex. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the men are automatically let's jump back into it you know we don't work through our stuff let's do it now and it just for women it doesn't work like that like through this whole situation I'm a new person and so I have to figure out what I like with you again like I I basically have to start all over with you again because for sometimes people haven't had sex for years and so for years you grow things change your interests change what you like like Maybe I liked you licking on my ear, but now that disgusts me, we got to figure out what I like. So it's like, you have to now figure out how to explore me and I have to figure out how to trust to be vulnerable with you again, because you lost that. And that's, and that's hard to redo because Mm -hmm. like any beat, like when y'all first meet, everything is good. You know, everything about you was new. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm I'm interested in what you're saying. Not saying I won't be later, but it's easier to listen to you because I'm I'm not listening to you for with an agenda. Right. And if it is an agenda, it's like okay, sex is the agenda. But when you're with the person, now it's like okay, the agenda is to fix something, and you don't really know how to fix it. And that goes back to men are from Mars, women from Venus. You mm-hmm. know, uh, sex is a love act for men, and talking and connecting is a love act for women mm-hmm. so it was like how can we you know fix it if love is sex to me and talking is love to me you know so it's like man how we get that there when when there's so much tension in the middle of there you know mm-hmm. just, just get through the tension you have to because eventually when you guys keep talking about it it's gonna either fester or you're just gonna make the decision that this isn't gonna work right and then you just go from there. You have to be, com- you have to get comfortable in the uncomfortable. That's the mm-hmm. only way. Mm-hmm. You got anything, babe? Mm-hmm. It's dropping gems. 
<laughs> lots of jewels. Lots of jewels. Like, I want people to listen to this. Like, ooh, I got to go back and get some notebooks on these jewels. Like, let me, let me write this stuff down. <laughs> Man, I enjoy it, though. I enjoy it. Definitely appreciate you coming on the podcast. We're going to have to get you on the live. I know you said. Oh, Lord Jesus. I don't know why it makes me so nervous. I don't know. This makes me nervous talking about it. My face is getting flushed. <laughs> you just said you gotta be comfortable in the uncomfortable. I know. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't you dare do that to me. I say, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> That'll be a good one, yo. That'll oh be a my good one, you know. Even yeah. if you work your way up to giving us like five minutes on live, it's cool. Right. All right. I'm I'm going to work on this for y'all. I'm going to work on it. I appreciate you. No yes. problem. <laughs> well, did you have any questions or anything that you wanted to talk to us about or ask us? Um, I just kind of want to know, and probably the listeners, the couples want to know, how did you guys have the conversation like how did you guys start the conversation of you know what your fantasies are and maybe like you know some fetishes or something that you guys wanted to explore because I think a lot of couples want to hear it from someone how do we start the conversation uh, that's going to kind of lead into a surprise uh, podcast we was going to do but you know <laughs> since, you, since you brought it up you know, it's cool um, you want to you want to go or you want me to go? Well, I started the conversation. <laughs> uh, I started asking him about the the book series Fifty Shades, and once I started that conversation, and he seemed interested, then I realized we had something in common. Okay. Yeah. I was really interested. You want me? You want me to just like spill the beans? You want to spill it because I see it's on the tip of your Oh, y'all got a red room. I got to, you know. So I, something. Oh yeah, she was like, yeah, man, you know, put your shades, this, put your shades, that. And when I saw the movie, I was like, yo, I like that, yo. So I started, you know, collecting stuff, you know, collecting the toys and all that uh-huh. stuff, and you know, and she was in, she was talking about. I said, oh, word, bet. So I went to the closet and pulled out my box of Jordan, like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. look at this, like. Let's go. Open the box. Oh. Here's the thing. I never knew where the stuff was. I just knew he had it. He sent me a picture. I'm like, what? You really, you know. So, okay. You took my cool. Like, okay, so now that I've spoke this up, you know, whatever. Then I'm in there cleaning the closet, prepare, doing whatever, putting my stuff in there. And I see it. And I'm like, I'm into shoes, heels, sneakers, whatever. I like shoes. So I see some Jordans. So I'm like, oh, let me see what kind of Jordans he got. <laughs> he ain't want no Jordans. <laughs> wow, wow. I was like, wow. That's cool though. Like that's yeah. that's cool. And I and I I'm happy that you guys get to experience that. Cause like I said, some people don't ever they don't ever get that freedom. Like they spend their lives just doing the basics and never really being fulfilled. And that is just like, that's the worst to never feel like never having an orgasm or never really being vulnerable with anybody. Like 
you are missing out so much when you can't just be free to just be you. Especially for women, because I heard, well, you know, scientists scientists say y'all have better orgasms than dudes. I'm jealous. <laughs> after, after I had a real <laughs> orgasm that was not theatrical. Yes, talking about this yes, orgasm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Better have been for me. But talking after about that happened, it was like everything before. Like, I don't have a problem when I have a conversation. Like, I mentor girls so who might be saying, I think I want to have sex with him. And when I tell them, it's not worth it. I'm not saying it because I don't want them to have sex. I'm literally telling you, it's mm-hmm. not worth it. He don't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Run, scurry, flee. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not worth it. Because I promise you, before... That orgasm, after I experienced it, everything before that was null and void to me because it was like, what the, what was I doing? Right. It was like, did I even know how to have sex? What right. is going on? <laughs> oh, did my life change? Oh. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> now you suck with me, nigga. Yeah, because once you give her that orgasm, she becomes crazy. Y'all are now together forever. Period. <laughs> and he knows it. He cannot. She becomes crazy. <laughs> hey, you're not supposed to say that, so how do we I'm, I'm so sorry, but yeah, as you see, usually it's the best orgasms when you try to separate yourself. No, you're not going anywhere, bro. We together. Oh, man. And even when I'm mad, you still better come after me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I might verbally tell you, don't touch me. But she got him out of her own, as Jess Hilarious said. <laughs> so you know how to make up for it. Figure that out. I got you. I got you. I got you. But Natasha, thank you so much for coming on. We really got to get you on the live. Um, sure. Um, You're did you welcome. see our last time? Did you see our last line? I don't know. I know they randomly pop up. Y'all had caught me at work that one day. So <laughs> I have to see some of them. Like y'all pop in and out at like the most random times. But I, I do try to catch them. I do try to catch them because I do enjoy listening to you guys. Oh, I appreciate it. For sure. For sure. Well, thank you once again. Definitely go ahead. You on here again. Uh, Thank you. You know, you're going you to have your own book, I said, and you're going to be a celebrity uh, sex therapist. Yes, yes. Put me For on sure. these ratchet shows, honey. Put me on these ratchet shows. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I know a couple couples that shit have used. <laughs> All y'all need is to get a good one off. Y'all right, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, until the next time, y'all listen to His or Hers Uncensored, I'll share it with you, you know. Thanks for our special guest, Natasha. We appreciate it. Thank you. It. No problem. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Good night. Bye.